Welcome to Listen Up Idiots with Nick and Emma. We're back again and we're still sort of consistent somewhat. No, we're actually two weeks. We took two weeks after Liz's show. Uh, All right, but we're back. We're back again. And the reason why, again, is because of shows. Um, I want to start by plugging a show that I've been working on, which is why the podcast hasn't been up every single week. And it's called Hot Cult. And if you go and Google Hot Cult, it'll probably be the first thing that comes up. So buy some tickets and come and see the show because it's awesome. Um, But yes, Emma, I know we talked about this before we started recording the show, but uh, I'm going to miss... Like, this is the first time I've worked on a theatre show for, like, for for ages. And um, we were saying before the show that, like, you you, you had post-show blues after Wicked. I'm going to have post-show blues after this. And I'm not even involved, like, with the actual cast. I'm doing tech side of stuff. And it's and I can feel it coming. Like was that some, was that a feeling that you got when you like with Wicked as well when you sort of got towards the end of the actual season? Were you sort of getting that sense that you were going to get those post show blues? Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> I let you talk Jesus for so long. Christ. I don't think I've ever done that before. Yeah, it's it's a surprise <laughs> that you've actually allowed someone else to talk. I was like, you kept talking, and I'm like, I'm just going to let him go. You know what? I'm just going to see what happens. And not interrupt for the first time in my life. And it felt really uncomfortable for me, I yeah, just have to say. Good. Um, I ho- I'm glad it did because like, you just was, made it awkward and I'm not times- cutting that. <laughs> That's what I intended. <laughs> That's everything I intended. I was like, I'm just going to sit in silence for a bit until I like, start sweating. So anyway. I'm already sweating from netball. <laughs> <laughs> You're disgusting. Yeah, I am. No. Um, yes, I definitely recall post-show depression after Wicked, but also... I didn't really get it because I went straight from Wicked into Heather's mm. um, with the same company and a lot of the same people. So um, I'm just waiting for all of the emotions to get me in like July, early July, because like that's when like I'll be finished Heather's end of June and then um, I start uni in July, which is pretty much when I'm going to want to kill myself. So, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so, just, just casually, uh, fair okay. warning, everybody. Um, so, yeah, it's going to really suck because it's going to be like the end of me getting to see all these fabulous people and yeah. then the beginning of like hell on earth for two years. So, can't wait to do my degree. I love <laughs> studying. Anyway. That'd be good. What are you studying again? I completely forgot because it's not my, important. <laughs> my master's in marketing. Master's in marketing. It's a yeah. very adult degree. Ugh, so boring. Which I don't know about really because my undergrad's in music. So yeah, why not? Um, Just trying trying new things. Well, not really. I mean, oh, okay, I think sorry. I just, <laughs> can you like not undervalue my life? So um, no, I. I just got to the stage where I was like, I need to be a grown-up. Like, as depressing as that is, you do reach a – well, some people reach a stage in their life where they're like, I can no longer live as a nomad, like always waiting for the next show or the next gig or the next whatever. I can't do that. So um, I decided to be grown-up and, you know, study to have a, like, proper career in, like, an adult profession. Is everyone bored yet? <laughs> or are hello, you just cry- hello, are hello? You cr- <laughs> are you crying? <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I, you um, never make me cry. All right. 
That's why. Anyway, so for, for listeners, we apologize again for not being here. Uh, yeah. at, like usual, but um, that well, it was Nick's fucking fault. Be... I was fine for last week. Um, you were. <laughs> the first time in my life, I was ready. Okay, I was having like an anxiety attack, so you'll have to As forgive if you me. Were. Uh, well, I went to the doctor, so did you actually? Yes, I did. Oh, yes, shit. full disclosure, okay? I, had, I had an anxiety attack before the show. What? So, yeah, because I'd never done anything, so I went to the doctor and I went and got checked out. And this is the thing: if you let me just let me get really serious for a moment. If yeah. you have any issues. And you are contemplating seeing a doctor and you just don't want to because you don't think it's like, if you, it's like, it's not tough. Go and see a fucking doctor because I mm. tell you what, the hundred dollars that I spent talking to my doctor for 35 minutes was the, one of the things that I needed, like absolutely, because it actually calmed me down significantly and it helped me work out what my issues were, which were one, obviously the show coming up. Wasn't dealing with it very well just because I wanted to make sure I did a good job and also because mm. I wasn't sleeping properly. And so we talked about that and just whether the difference between good anxiety and bad anxiety. And I can yeah. tell you now that $100, which also thank you very much to Medicare, was rebated half. Mm. That that helped me move into the four days of shows that I did last week. And mm. I had a blast doing those four shows. But if you're considering seeing a doctor and you don't want to because it's not tough or anything like that or you're just unsure, go and see a doctor and spend your money on the doctor. If you can't afford it, find a bulk bill one to talk to because you don't have to go to a doctor to get medicine or anything like that. Doctors are also there to listen. And my doctor listened and did a wonderful job of of just helping me sort of understand what was going on because I didn't un- know what was going on. Yeah, no shit, man. So for me, I was sort of sitting there going, shit, like, what, no, like, what am not, I, what am I feeling? Like no, it's like, not. It's, it's not, not at all. I don't stress. Like, trust yeah. me. Everyone that knows me well enough and pretty much anyone that listens to this knows me well enough. You're chilled I, as fuck. I, I mean, you wore shorts to work for like fucking yeah. t- two years. I, I don't care about many things. Like, I don't care about yeah. any. Like, things don't really get to me, but the show got to me. And that was mainly just because I was really concerned that I wasn't going to do a good job. Yeah. So for me, I went to I went to the doctor because one I, I had a sore throat, but I thought you know what, screw it. I need to talk to him about how I'm feeling because I'm not yeah. feeling right. Yeah. Um. And, and, Good for and you. so yeah, and and on, honestly, you being a grown up. Best yeah, it was a really smart best money I spent last week, hands down, yeah. other than the whole last snack pack. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> well, that's always good. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> but again, I stress this: if you are feeling down or you're feeling confused or like you're feeling anxious go and see someone or talk to someone at least because it, it makes a world of difference just having someone listen they don't have to mm. say anything just having someone listen yeah um so yeah and then the following four days on on hot cult have been absolutely I mean, fantastic they've been great i think you can talk to like anyone as well like some people mm. don't like i um by the an opposing token i um went i have been to see psychologists in the past and personally i've never gotten anything out of them ever yeah well i think that's that's like that's that's subjective though because you're yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but that's because i i think i am open enough to talk to my friends about most things or my family Mm. i feel like and and you know some friends you don't talk to about something some friends are good for talking about other things and whatever right i feel like i have a diverse enough range of people in my life to talk about and, and some some people need the like a stranger to listen do you know what i mean yeah no absolutely for, yeah. for me i find that really nerve-wracking so it's easier for me to talk to someone i know than someone i don't know about my life 
So um, I think just talk to anyone, really. It's like, I mean, if you don't feel comfortable talking to someone you know, if you need a stranger to listen, then, yeah, go and see a doctor. But mm. if, the, if the thought of talking to a stranger makes you, like, feel worse, then find a friend. And it doesn't have to be your best friend or your mother. It can be a friend that, you know, you don't know that well that, you know, you think might be able to listen or whatever. So, I don't know. It's different for different people, hey? like mm. I think you'd be surprised when you you – you might not think about your best friend, for example, to talk about a certain issue. Mm. But you think of someone else and you think, I don't really want to bother them. But to be honest, if you bother them with this particular, whatever issue you might have, yeah. I guarantee you they're going to find the time to actually listen and help. Yeah, for sure. Um, most people are empathetic like that. <laughs> um, and if yeah. you're not, then, you know, that's fine. Um, yeah. But I think, you know, like I spoke to Sam about it and Sam was obviously really supportive um, and, and understanding and all that kind of stuff as well. And she helped me sort of relax, but it was going to the doctor, I think, for me and just being able to vent um, yeah. just about how I really felt and what I could do um, yeah. and why I was having sort of really erratic sleep. And I'm still having really erratic sleep. Like my sleep just is terrible because I'm like the lightest sleeper on planet Earth. Mm. But talking to my doctor, who is a, he's, he's a great dude, um, I actually, I, we lost track of time. Like the, the, the appointment was meant to go for just 10 minutes and ended mm. up going for about 35, I think. So I ended up getting charged yeah. a bit more, but I didn't care because afterwards I felt a lot better. I felt a bit more confident going into it. And then when I actually, um, before the show, we did our check-ins to make sure everyone was okay. And I said, you know, like, you know, a bit of a stressful week because, you know, we had, you know, pretty full on rehearsals and, mm. um, and we got to, you know, the check-in and I was like, when I was sort of surrounded by everyone in the cast and, and, on, and on the crew, I felt a lot better. Good. Um, so, and then pretty much every show after that has been just um, bang on. I've had such a good time on this show. So, mm. um, yeah. And, yeah, and, and, and then it all sort of uh, got even better when I got uh, asked to do to work on another show starting next Monday. So, yeah, mm. it's, it's been um, a pretty solid week for me just in terms of emotional um, – roller coaster stuff uh yeah. but i'm in a really really good place just just having a chat to my doctor that's um, good man and even if it's just like for 15 minutes and you go into your doctor and you just want to have a quick chat about yeah. just stress or anything like that yeah uh, they're there to listen and they're and most of the time they're they're gonna help uh, in yeah. some capacity whether it's for saying sure. saying the right thing not saying anything at all or you know perhaps you might need a med medication and they give you that so yeah there's a multitude of different options out there but i need to stress to people that if you're feeling like this and you're confused or you you are unsure about going to the doctor just go to the doctor just mm. do it because honestly oh, yeah. better to be safe than sorry mm. you know and i and i felt and again like like I, we said earlier i felt th this is not a feeling that i i get very often if at all ever mm. um so for me it was such a foreign feeling that i had yeah. in those days leading up to opening night and um yeah and aside uh, yeah. from anything else sometimes it's like it, it helps i mean i mean sometimes they're just there to listen and you just want them to listen but other times they can give you really good advice like friends or a doctor on you know stress coping mechanisms you yeah, know like absolutely i've had a few people in my life who um have had you know um trouble dealing with stress and anxiety and stuff on varying scales you know some people who've had minor stress and anxiety a lot of people uh, who've had you know really heavy stress and anxiety and you know learning to learning a few coping mechanisms and like ways to calm you down are really helpful you know because 
I mean, I wish they taught that sort of shit in schools. Like, why are they all fucking teaching us, like, Pythagoras' theorem when we should be learning how to, like, cope with our everyday lives and do our taxes, you know? like. Uh, I feel like, for me, we might actually... Well, actually, fuck it. Let's just do a whole episode of this. Uh, fuck the other shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the whole sort of idea of like our generation growing up with more depression and anxiety and all that kind of stuff. Mm. I feel like I, I do like that idea where perhaps you could op- like, it doesn't have to be it's part of the curriculum, but offer those services yeah. at schools. Just perhaps stress ha- management. Absolutely. Because I mean, they've, you know, all those kids are going through those sort of, um, the stresses of like their, the high school exams, the university exams and all that mm. kind of stuff. Like, I haven't felt that sort of anxiety since basically my final year of uni. Um, yeah. And even then, that was more just along the lines of like, but like, I want to make sure I pass rather than this, yeah. you know, the show needs to go really well. Um, yeah. I think for, I don't really have like a coping mechanism. I just think that being able to vent to my doctor was basically my my yeah. coping mechanism really. And then actually getting that once those lights went up and I was like, okay, well, you committed now, you got to finish it. Um, that's when I was like, okay, um, this is, I'm in it now and I'm, and I'm going to do it. And it was, mm. it was, it was stressful. And I, and I, and I cried. I, I had a fucking good cry when I drove home. Mm. Um, but it was one of those things where it was sort of like just that, that release. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my fucking God, it's, it's like, I, I did it. I did it. I did it. And, yeah. you know, in the last couple of nights, you know, we've had a couple of moments where just, you know, things have gone a bit awry, but mm. <laughs> um, it's all, it's all, it's all fun, and and, yeah. and the show is becoming just such a, an interesting beast. Yeah, just from all of those sort of um, blemishes, really. Like it's not a perfect show, and I think yeah. that's what makes it so good. Yeah, um, but absolutely. I, I, like, but I know that I know that feeling, the relief. I'm like, fuck. When I finished Wicked, um, like I was stressed, but I think I I kept that. I mean, there, there was a couple of moments before opening night where I had a few, like, teary, like, oh, my God, I'm nervous. Like, I and was like, nervous about other shit. Was like I was worried about other deal. shit, too. Pardon? Wicked oh, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. It was. A, I mean, it's a massive show. It's a massive role. Like, the show means a lot to me as well. So, um, yeah, like, when that show finished, and there was, there was there's just this pressure as well to, like, in that role, like, stay healthy, you know, because y- you want to do the best job you can and, like, you know, you uh, wanted to get through all the shows, like, without having to, you know, everyone gets sick in these periods, you know, because they're overworked and they're exhausted and they're not taking care of themselves properly. And, like, I was just determined that that would not happen to me because it has happened to me in the past. And I was like, not with this one. This can't happen. Like, Mm. I have to stay well. And so, and it's really hard when you're not getting enough sleep to try and stay well, you know, because sleep wasn't really an option for me. It wasn't like I could go to bed early. Like, I was always going to bed late because of when I got home from the show and when I had to get up for the matinee or whatever else. So, um, you know, I was really meticulous with how I was treating myself and what I was doing and the multivitamins and the routine that I put myself in in order to stay healthy. Um, it wasn't easy and it was stressful because, because like every morning I'd wake up and I'd like test my voice and I'd do a few trills and like to make sure it was still there, like it hadn't disappeared on me overnight. So it was like from the minute I opened my eyes, I was stressed. Because I was like, please, God, please, God, please yeah. let this be a good day for my voice, like, again, you know. Um, and when we finished, like, oh, my God, I remember, like, when I, I mean, you were there. I mm. came out for my bow and, like, half of that was, like, sad that the show was over. It was over, but also just, And half yeah. of that was just, like, 
the most incredible relief you could imagine because I was like, I got, I did it. I got through it. Like I'm standing at the other end of it and everything was fine and I didn't collapse in a heap and I wasn't sick. I was healthy the whole time. Like I didn't fuck it up. I didn't fuck it up. I didn't fuck it up, you know? And even that night when I went to sleep, like I was, I I like had a bit of a tear. I think I I recall crying myself to sleep a little bit, like, because I was like, oh, I'm just so relieved. Because I remember when when you came out for the final bow and I just remember you sort of just like, taking that deep breath and like the um, the emotion that you were projecting from that was so genuine that you could really sense that like my my sense for me when watching you was like okay yeah this is obviously like she's really sad that the show's over but i could really get that sense that it was like okay she's also really overwhelmed by everything right now (laughs) like it's all over all of that hard work that you put in to yeah to 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 be the best alfaba yeah Um, (laughs) alfaba But was that like when was, was going to the gym and keeping healthy and all that stuff? Was that sort of like a coping me- mechanism for you? Um, well, that week I didn't have time to go to the gym. Right. Um, the certainly I maintain like I go to the gym. For, look, if I'm really ambitious on any given week, five days a week. Mm. If most days it's four days or most weeks it's four days a week. Um, this week it's probably three because I'm being a lazy bitch. So. Um, because I was supposed to go today and I didn't. So I like I maintain that uh, on the like pretty regularly, like throughout the yep. year, you know. So when it comes to stages like Wicked, where it's like I need to take a week off in order to get through that show, because I just didn't have time to go A and B. Like it's exhausting. It's physically exhausting doing a show like that. Like uh, you know, not necessarily because you're like dancing or anything because Alpha doesn't really dance but it's like the emotional exhaustion takes its toll physically on you as well and like everything like singing engages everything and and, and there's a lot of singing <laughs> yeah. for that character so um you are just like I don't think I would have been able to take going to the gym on top of doing those shows a couple of times a day like mm. there's there was just there was no way so um I was already healthy. My body was already in a good spot because I had been keeping it healthy. So that contributed. The fact that I take multivitamins every day contributed. The fact that I was eating like um, decent food every day. Like I wasn't, you know, even though like you'd get to the end of the show and you'd be like, oh, fuck, could do with a Macca's run. Um, <laughs> yeah. Didn't, you know. So like I was eating decent food and like, oh, my God, I, I went to – so every Saturday, there's a cafe um, at the end of my street, Yuga Cafe. Shout out to Ben. Love you, Ben. Um, ben owns the cafe. He's my friend. Um, every Saturday, I go there and he has this thing on the menu called the Farmer's Breakfast, which is like a mashup of like bacon and potatoes and eggs and like everything just like in one. It's, it's kind of like they stir fry it all. And it's so fucking good. It's so fucking good. (laughs) Um, And I have it every Saturday except for last Saturday because I had shit to do and I was really upset. I get really moody if I can't have my – I call it breakfast potato. Um, (laughs) If I can't have my fucking breakfast potato on a Saturday, I get really fucking pissed at the world. Like there was – not last week but the week before, Dan was taking sweet fucking time and I had to get back here because – Hey, Dan. Um (laughs) – because I had to, we had to get back to my place, mm. which is forty minutes from his place, 
um, because they stopped making breakfast potato at 2 p.m. And I was like, I was pan- I was in panic mode. I was like, we need to get. I'm like, fuck. I was so moody because I was wanted my breakfast potato so bad. Anyway, um, <laughs> the whole week that I took off from Wicked, I had breakfast potato every day, and I. I said to my mum at one stage, I was like, I reckon this cafe should be fucking sponsoring Wicked because I'm here every fucking morning. Like, they're making me breakfast every morning. Like, and, and I live because I would wake up at like midday. Um, so that was my lunch. I never really had, I didn't really have breakfast during that period. I just mm. had like breakfast potato, which is a solid meal to last me through to dinner. Um, and I would order this weird fucked up juice from them as well that I still order. It's really good for your voice um, and for your immune system. What juice but- is it? What's the um, weird fucked up juice? Oh, it's just like lemon, carrot, and ginger. Uh, I'm in on that, actually. It sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. There's like no sweetness in it at all. It's just all sour and spicy. Good. And it like, it hurts the back <laughs> of your throat, but it's amazing. <laughs> so, um, and they, they were always like, every time I'd order it, I'd be like, lemon, carrot, and ginger. And they were like, you mean orange? And I was like, no, lemon. And they're like, oh, it's going to be sour. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I had that every day for a week and it sustained me. But, yeah, I mean, things like that help and, like, the routine of it and just the fact that I I, may, I try to keep myself healthy at the best of times. Oh, and steaming. Everyone must steam. Steaming. I, I, and I'm going to be one of those people that... Steaming is God. That, absolutely agree. So that steaming was the, one of the best things I did. Yeah. Uh, not, not, not before. The, no, I don't do it before this show, but I just do it sometimes just to help me... Thank you. ...to clear myself up and it's so... Fucking good and get it like fuck. Did you hear that, Dan? Yeah, I, yeah, Dan. Mm. Look, sorry, man. Just, just as a side note, sorry, listeners. Dan, get the fucking steamy, yeah. Yeah, he has one. I bought him one. Bastard, use it. He never fucking uses it. He got <laughs> sick. He had the man flu a few weeks ago, and he's like, oh, "I steamed, and the steamer made me sick." I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> "You liar." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um. Actually, you know, before we go, one actual thing that I have cut out over the last couple, uh, over the last two weeks, which I think has greatly helped. Uh, well, I've sorry, I sort of have cut out is coffee. I uh, have, I've, I've been having coffee. Like I had coffee every morning at work, um, every morning before rehearsals, and then I'm sort of like, this week I haven't touched it, and I feel a lot better. I've just been drinking a shitload of water, and I feel like mm. it's actually keeping oh, me way helps, more calm. Heaps. Yeah. I, I only have one coffee a day. Oh, yeah. I um, only have one coffee a day as well. I can't do more than that unless yeah. I'm just, you know, I'm looking to clear my bowels. Yeah. <laughs> um, I Yeah, I have one coffee in the morning and that's it. I won't drink it for the rest of the day because I did – actually, back when we – when I started at um, Script, like before I was working with you, before we were in that building, actually, we were in a different building. Um, I had so much coffee. There was one day I was like, my heart was going so fast. I had like, I don't know, I think I had a couple of energy drinks and then I've been drinking coffee all day. This was back when I first started drinking coffee. It was my first time getting a desk job and the first time I started drinking coffee because those two things usually go hand in hand. And I was so fucking terrified. I was like, I think I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> I think I'm having a heart attack. And then, um, which, because obviously I'm not a fucking dramatic person at all. Um, so after that, I was like, I'm going to cut, cut back on the coffee. And to try and ease myself out of drinking so much coffee, I started drinking tea, like herbal tea. Um, not, and not, you know, because green tea has, you know, a pretty decent amount of caffeine in it as well as does black tea. So I wasn't drinking that. I was mm. drinking things like chamomile tea, peppermint right. tea, things that don't have caffeine in them. Um, 
so, and it was just like the feeling of having a warm drink, you know, that helped stop me from drinking so much coffee. Yeah. Um, and now I'm addicted to tea, but you know, it's better than being addicted to coffee. So now I only have one coffee in the morning and then for the rest of the day, I just drink tea. I just drink tea. What do you, do you just drink? Like a, a different selection of teas or is it just like the one? Well, there's one particular tea that I have tea bags with me at all times. Like I have a couple <laughs> that I keep in my wallet and like just a box that I have in my handbag and they're just everywhere. They're my BYO tea bags. So <laughs> Jesus like Christ. I'll often go over to someone's house and they'll be like, do you want a cup of tea? And I'll be like, yeah. And then I'll pull my tea bag out of my bag and they'll be like, are you normal? Um, <laughs> no, I'm not. So, <laughs> and that tea is, and I'm drinking it right now, um, chamomile, honey, and vanilla infusion by Twinings. Fuck, that sounds legit. It is legit. It smells like heaven. Um, it tastes amazing. It makes me really happy. And also, side note to anyone who sings um, or uses their voice a lot, chamomile is a natural anti-inflammatory. So um, it's really good for your voice, especially after you've been singing a lot or talking a lot, to drink chamomile tea because it helps relax and um, it helps relax any of your inflamed vocal folds. So there you go. Shit, yeah. There's a bit of information for free. Wow. You're welcome. So informative. Mm. All right. I've got to go because I need to go to sleep. Otherwise, I'm going to, you know, fucking die tomorrow well isn't everyone just lucky because pretty much we just had a phone conversation with each other yeah we did and, and they just listened in we didn't really have it i mean we had topics we were going to talk we about did, but including the- chanel's boomerang mm. and avocado on toast again and but not in the t- context of my love life just in like the context oh, of the property market um <laughs> and well, let me just say that that chanel about? boomerang thing just really quickly is a really silly fucking idea <clears throat> and Chanel getting raked over the coals for it is deservedly they so. Deserve it. it is. It makes then, no sense, and it is. Side note: shocking. there is actually law that protects things like that, but I think it's only law in our country. It's not international law that protects the like the copyright behind Indigenous art and stuff like that. Yeah, um, hmm, I did not know that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's in the article you sent me. Actually, so funny, funny that you didn't read it. I, um, yeah, I skimmed over the last bit. <laughs> Um, but I find it interesting that it protects, it protects indigenous stuff like, like boomerangs and things like that. So they're, they're like, oh, you know, we're going to fucking take them down, you know, fucking snow. But for some reason it's okay for us to sell them in souvenir stores and cheapen them that way. So I don't really understand why that's okay for us to do that in our own country and, cheapen it but chanel's allowed to make a fucking two thousand dollar one so anyway that's my two cents that's an interesting question to ask actually we don't have time to answer it but no but don't you reckon it's stupid yeah i actually never really thought of it like that at all to be honest because they really are in those like that's kind of like me being like you know if someone if someone picks on my sister i'll fucking kill them because i'm the only person who's allowed to punch up my sister you know I was going to say, I feel like Sarah would just fucking maul anyone. So. Hi, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Sarah. Don't maul me, please. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's kind of like, yeah. well, it's our stuff, so we're allowed to fuck with it, but you're not allowed to fuck with it. That's yeah. That's stupid. Anyway, whatever. Interesting question to ask. If you haven't answered that question, please. 
also, get us on Facebook. Just on the topic of the avocado on toast, but not actually that. Mm. You know, like in relation to the housing market, I was talking to my mum about this earlier, and then I thought I'd just touch on it because I thought it was funny. Um, one of the things they said were like, you know, give up your avocado and toast for brunch, or like give up your your daily coffee um, to save for a house. And then someone um, came back with excellent comeback. Um, yeah, like if I give up my morning coffee, it'll only take me 156 years to save for a house. <laughs> wow. <laughs> See how affordable like, it is? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, get fucked, everyone. It's really hard. <laughs> Whoa. It's really hard to save for a house, you guys. I live in Sydney. Yeah, anyway. you live in the, the single worst state Yeah. for housing affordability. But I'm not like laboring under any misapprehension no, that I can buy here. Like if I want to buy a place, I'm going to have to buy it up in Queensland or whatever and like work my way up to being able to afford a property down here. Like I'll have to start buying with an investment property or whatever. You know, like I'm not mm. stupid. I don't think I can buy my first home in Sydney for fuck's sake. So anyway, not in that's this all day I have to age. say about that. God, that's fucked. Man, yeah. just looking at the Sydney house prices, I'm not going to get into it. Ugh, God, it fucking really irks me. Yeah. Anyway, we're done. You can get us okay. on facebook.com forward slash listen up idiots and on Instagram. We don't use it. doesn't matter. So whatever. Are we going to record next week? Uh, yes. Well, that's awkward for everyone listening. Yeah. No, no, um. we will. We will. It'll, yeah. <laughs> it'll probably be Wednesday or Thursday because I won't yeah, be great. on Hot Cult. So. All right. We should be good. So we will be back next week with some um, actual news topics and not skimming over them and having and a ca- casual we conversation. we might be back with Scotty. Yes, Scotty hopefully will be on the show. Scotty's my best friend and housemate. And he's, yeah, he's pretty funny bomb. if you don't already know him, which most of my friends do. But, um, yeah, we're trying to get Scotty on the podcast. Yay! Yes. And fingers crossed we can. So look out for that. That should be coming in the next couple of weeks as well. Okay, okay we're done. All right. Thank you so Bye, much for listening, guys. guys. Peace out. Bye.